Hello, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast with your host, Marion Wagner. As a business mindset coach, I am on a mission to show online entrepreneurs that you don't need a huge following or spend countless hours on social media in order to grow a six-figure business. Together, we'll dive into both the psychology and the strategy tips and real-life examples of people who are doing it. Let's dive into this week's episode. So do you want to hear something kind of crazy? The average podcast doesn't make it to 10 episodes. So that means that the majority of people who figure out how to even start a podcast, they quit before episode number 10. And I think I read somewhere that they usually quit around episodes five, six, or seven, um, which is just mind blowing to me. And only 17% of podcasts make it to episode number 50, which means I'm kind of celebrating today because this is episode number 50 for us. I cannot believe this. Um, I mean, I can believe it because I knew it was going to happen, but I'm still just taking a moment to just breathe it in and just be like, okay, I just birthed like these 50 episodes. They're not perfect. (laughs) That was never the point, but we made it this far. So I'm just excited. And I just wanted to kind of celebrate and tell you, thank you, obviously, because I wouldn't be here. Um, without you. So thank you for being here. And in today's episode, I wanted to take a little peek back all the way to last October. I think it was October 11th when I officially launched this bad boy. And I want to share what I would do differently if I was starting the podcast today, knowing what I know now. And this, this episode will apply to you, even if you don't have it on your heart to start a podcast, maybe, maybe you've thought about writing a book or starting a blog, or starting a consulting or a coaching business. Or maybe maybe it has nothing to do with business at all. Maybe you've thought about running a marathon, or joining the Pilates studio near your house, or starting piano lessons. Um, Or maybe you've always wanted to learn a language, and you've thought for years about hiring a French tutor. And you know, you think I just want to speak a second language and it must be French, but you don't, you don't ever do anything about it. I hope that this podcast will kind of, this episode will speak to you. All right. So it's a, it's kind of almost the difference between dating an idea and marrying an idea. And I've talked before on the podcast about the different phases of decision-making and how it's really important when you have a, a decision that you want to make whether it's learning the second language or starting a business, that you identify where you are in the contemplation phases. This is just basic psychology. And the analogy I've shared with you before is like, if you want to quit smoking, right? We go through, I've never smoked, but it's something that people don't take lightly. You just don't usually wake up one day and you think, I'm not going to be a smoker anymore. You usually go through the stages of contemplation, which means you have that pre-contemplation phase, which is kind of like, gosh, I really, I don't like smoking anymore. I don't want to be a smoker. I should quit. But you, but you don't, right? You're thinking about thinking about it. <laughs> and then the next stage is the contemplation phase, which you're getting a little bit more serious about it. And you're thinking, yeah, I kind of, I could do that Nicorette kind of gum, you know, Joe at the office, he quit smoking. So I know I can do it you really start looking for examples and tools that will help you. And then the contemplation phase leads to the decision phase, which is kind of like you are really, you're almost there. You're, you're buying the Nicorette gum. You're looking at a date on the calendar and you're just deciding, 
all right, this is it. I'm no longer going to be a smoker. And then the decision phase, you only make a decision when there's action. That's it. You've not made a decision unless you've taken action. That goes with everything in life. And so you've taken action. And when you say, nope, this is the day you throw out your cigarettes and you take your gum and you drive off to work and you, you do the thing and you look at yourself in an identity as no longer a smoker. You are, you're not a smoker. You're someone who quit smoking. So, all right. So I just wanted to share that because that's kind of, those are kind of the stages I went through when I wanted to start a podcast, because the truth is I actually had the idea to start a podcast about four years ago and I even did the research for it. I almost signed up for Pat Flynn's podcast course. Like I, I really was thinking like, ah, this, this, this is what I need to do, but I allowed myself to be held back by one big mindset, limiting belief. (laughs) And, And I share this with you because I want you to know that this is not unique to you if you have limiting beliefs that hold you back from something that you want to do. This is a human experience and we all encounter it. I encountered it in the form of tech fear. I was thinking, I you know, to do a podcast, you need to have a microphone, you need to have headphones and you got to plug things in. I can't even figure out the TV remote. How, how, how can I do a podcast? And it was that small of an excuse that held me back really, to be honest with you. And it wasn't until last fall when I had a little come to Jesus moment with myself and I got sick and tired of my own excuses. Right. And I I decided, okay, Mary, Tech is not hard. It's just new. I can figure this out. And it's kind of like you do it one time, two times, three times, and you'll finally look back and be like, what was I so afraid of? So that's, that's what was holding me back for four years. I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's just, you know, it wasn't my time yet. But last fall, I took the plunge and I can tell you from firsthand experience that the tech for, for doing a podcast is not that complicated. I even edit my own episodes and it doesn't take me that long. It's, it, you can do this, okay, if you do want to start a podcast. But I also had this other fear of, okay, but what if I pick a direction with the podcast and then, you know, 20 episodes in, I want to shift. Well, that's exactly what I did, right? I changed, I started with a podcast name, Dare to Decide, and I shifted it now to get out of your head and grow your online business. It's okay to shift directions. You're not meant to have all the answers from day one with anything. And a great analogy that I can think of that really resonated with me is you see a lot of style bloggers that they may start off with one type of look or style. Um, Olivia Rank is one that I've followed for years. And she, you know, in her twenties, she always had these like aspirational kind of artistic photos with, with like fashion that was really kind of a little out there. And now like she's married, living in the country and pregnant and they just bought a house. And so her, her content has shifted to much more home um, decor and just, you know, (laughs) not New York City aspirations. So that's okay. You can start off with one thing, like trendy fashion, and then you can end up with talking about burp rags and here's the new Stanley cup that you need to buy. (laughs) So you just kind of have to accept that that's part of growth, right? It's not supposed to be this 
straight line from A to B. It's meant to be a winding journey that's to be enjoyed. And you're supposed to discover what who you are and what you're attracted to and what you want to talk about along the way. And that's part of the beauty of it. Okay. And that's something I had to come to terms with with myself. So, okay. The three things I would change if I could go back in time and start over, or if I were just starting a new podcast today, number one, well, is I would start earlier. That's, that's number one. And I has to, I have to start with that because I think sometimes we allow ourselves to get stuck in that kind of purgatory thought phase where we just him and ha over all these lame excuses that really have no weight and we build it up in our minds and we make it this hurdle that holds us back from, from even making one step forward. So had I, you know, four years ago, just taken one step and actually learned like, maybe read, like watch one lesson about the podcast tech. I could have moved past it and moved on, but okay. Number two, besides that start earlier, number two is I would treat interviews more as a relaxed conversation and not put this insane pressure on myself to sound so pulled together and stick to a list of questions that I've developed for the podcast interview. I truly feel like the best interviewers that you hear on podcasts they are good because they stay curious throughout the conversation. They really, they might have a list of questions that their, you know, their listeners or they came up with because they want to know the answers. But if they're having a conversation with someone on a podcast and, and the, the person is sharing a story, the, a good interviewer will ask a deeper question about that story. If there's a little nugget in there, that they're trying to pull out. And I feel like well, I don't feel like it. I know I would get so nervous with podcast interviews that I would stick to my list of questions and it kind of came a little out a little robotic. <laughs> I'm not trying to be critical of myself. I'm just saying I'm, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't know that you really, it's okay to just have a relaxed conversation and stay curious throughout. So that's number two. And that kind of ties into number three, which is I honestly would just embrace my flaws early on as a, this is me type brand and not try to sound like any other podcaster or embody someone else. Not that that's what I was doing. I really wasn't trying to be like any other podcast, but I think early on, I felt like I had to have this professional production and sound a certain way um, because I wanted it to be a certain quality. But the truth is, I, you know, our work is best when we just show up as ourselves in our true 100% authentic way. And the truth is, I don't edit out my flubs. I like to keep it real, which means not being so scripted and, you know, keeping in things like, when I trip over my words or when I have weird pauses, that kind of thing. And that's, I think that's, I mean, I don't think, I know that's okay because that's just me being me. And I also feel like with podcasters, there's, there's three types. There's some podcasters who have a typed up copy of every single word they're going to say, and then they just read it. And then others have an outline. And then there's some like unicorns that just, you know, pull out their microphone and say, I'm going to riff on these journaling techniques for the next 25 minutes. And they hit record and they have nothing in front of them. <laughs> like They just go. 
And all three are great. Like there's nothing wrong with all three of them. You just have to know which type of person you are. But early on, I'm just going to be honest. I was so nervous that I would say something ridiculously or say, say something ridiculous or honestly offensive. I felt like I was going to offend someone that would make everyone super upset. And the whole thing, my whole podcast would crash and burn. But you know what? Like 50 episodes later, I'm kind of like, it doesn't matter. I personally like the podcasters who don't keep things super professional and they show a human side. I don't, I don't really swear a lot um, unless, well, I'm pregnant right now. So I haven't had tequila in like a long time. But if I have some tequila, I might say the SH word and stuff. But I'm not offended by the podcasters who do swear. I like the ones who are just honest about who they are and their wins and their licks, like their losses. Like when they share the human side of growing their business instead of just the, I hit six figures in six days and don't you wish you could be like me? Like, I feel like there's too much of that in the industry. And just as a side note, don't hire a coach like that doesn't share their licks and their losses. Like they should share the hurdles and their, their own limiting beliefs and how they've overcome it and worked through it. I think that's one thing that I really keep at the forefront of my business is I don't teach what I've learned in reading something or taking a course. I teach what I've done and I have an approach of, Hey, I've done this. I'm going to show you how let's, let's do it together. And I'll, I'll walk with you. So, okay. And I I know I've joked a lot during this episode, but if I were to be starting the podcast from day one today, I would just, that's like the biggest thing. I would make it a priority to just own being me from the beginning. I think I tried to do that from day one, but I got to say that here on episode 50, I feel like I'm finally getting there. And that's part of the process too, right? We can't skip the ugly, (laughs) painful beginning part, right? Because you can read a book on how to start a podcast. You can take an online course, but it's only through actually doing the thing where you begin to uncover your true voice and your true direction. And the sooner you start actually doing it, the sooner you find your groove. It's kind of like we can read about, oh gosh, I don't know why this is my first example I think of, but back when I was maybe 13, I remember reading in Cosmopolitan magazine, like they had a whole article. I bought the, I bought the magazine for this article. This is so embarrassing, but I bought it because it was like how to be a great kisser. I had never kissed anyone. Like, I mean, I've never kissed a boy in my entire life. I was 13 years old and I'm like, well, this article is going to teach me everything I need to know so I can be prepared (laughs) for when that day happens. And, you know, I read the article, but I still, at the end of it, I was like, I mean, I, I probably was like practicing in the air or something. Um, but it, it really, you know, when I did come to that day, maybe when I was like 15 or 16, several years later, and I had my first kiss, it wasn't like I was a great kisser on day one because I read that article. It was only through a lot of practice <laughs> that you become a good kisser. And I, that's a horrible example. I should say maybe a, a better example would be like riding a bike. You can read how to ride a bike or you can get on the dang bike and you can start pedaling and figuring out your balance and then soon you have it. But it's somewhat very difficult to describe the mechanics around it. You just have to do it. And the same is true for 
for doing something like starting an online business or starting a, a podcast or a blog or learning French and starting piano lessons. You just have to do it. So that's my message to anyone out there who's listening and you just need to have, maybe you need to have your own little come to Jesus moment and say, I'm, I'm really sick and tired of my own excuses. And I need to look in the mirror and say, either A, I need to stop thinking about this, <laughs> you know, take it out of my mind or, or B, I need to do something. I'm going to take action. Remember, you haven't made a decision unless you've taken action. So what, what small, what tiny little action can you do within the next 24 hours toward that idea, that goal, that vision and go for it. All right. So I want to, as I wrap this, this bad boy up, I just want to go back to a question that I brought up a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. And that was, are you interested or are you committed to the idea? Right? Are you just interested in learning French? Are you interested in starting a podcast? Or are you are you committed? Like are you full in? And the only way to know is by looking at your actions. Forget about the thoughts and words. Look at what you're actually doing and that will give you your answer. Okay. That's that's my message. You you can do this. Heck, if, if you want to start a podcast, if I can do this, you can absolutely do this. Thank you so much for listening and for being here for episode number 50. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, I hope you hit that little subscribe button so that you're reminded of all the new episodes as they drop. I appreciate you and I will see you next time. If you have an online business and you could use a social media mindset makeover, I have created a free mini course that will help you show up on social media with more purpose and alignment so that you can convert more followers into paying clients. Just click the link in the show notes and it's yours for free.